Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. We're going to start today with a record made a full century ago in September of 1921 by Benny Kruger's orchestra on the Brunswick label. It's a song quite popular at the time by Irving Berlin called Everybody Step. fine for a record made 100 years ago. That's Benny Kruger's orchestra with Everybody's Step, a song by Irving Berlin from the Music Box Review. That was recorded in New York City in September of 1921 and issued on Brunswick 2151. Incidentally, I was just remarking to a friend recently, a record collecting friend, how fine I think some of those early Brunswick records sound 
1920 and 21, they had some top-notch engineers at their disposal cranking out some acoustic records that have remarkably clear low-end and really crisp highs. Uh, Just a, a delight to hear these early Brunswicks. Well, my name is Brian Wright, and everybody step that record, and I welcome you to the program today where we'll be listening, for no particular reason, to songs recorded in early September of various years. So we'll start back in 1911 and work our way chronologically forward through the late 1940s with all of these recorded in about the first week or so of September in their respective years. And I made a point to not duplicate any years, so uh, we should move pretty swiftly along. We're going to start back in 1911 on September 6th. Actually, all three of these first records were recorded on September 6th. First up, it's Ada Jones, who was a real pioneer of the recording era. She was born in England in 1873, but immigrated to the United States as a child, I think only five or six years old. Her family settled in Philadelphia, and by the time she was in her teens, she was performing in vaudeville, and she started making recordings for the Edison Company in, I think, 1893 or 94, making her one of the very first female performers on record. She took a hiatus from recording in the late 1890s and early 1900s, but resumed around 1905, making many, many, many records for the Victor label and some others as well. She recorded prolifically through the 19-teens. Unfortunately, epilepsy kept her from performing too much on the stage, though apparently that wasn't too much of an issue in the recording studios. Her recording career tapered off in the late teens, though she continued to record into the early 20s before her rather untimely death in 1922 at the age of 48 from kidney failure. In any case, we'll hear Ada Jones sing a song called Billy on the Columbia label A1071, as I say, from September 6, 1911. Only me. 
lot of handsome chaps I see Through my sweetheart I'll be true I'll have kissed his picture pill He's no longer loose like Bill If he knew what waiting for him he'd come home Then my heart with joy he'd
We started that set on September 6, 1911, with Ada Jones, who sang Billy on Columbia A1071. After that, it was banjoist Fred Van Epps with an orchestra on Columbia A1417 from September 6, 1913. That was Morse Medley. In other words, a medley of songs by Theodore F. Morse, who was a very popular songwriter at the time. I don't think he's been very well remembered. Like Ada Jones, he was born in 1873, albeit in his case in Washington, D.C. And like Ada Jones, he died rather youngish at the age of 51 in 1924 of pneumonia. In the meantime, though, he composed quite a few songs, things like Down in Jungle Town, Blue Feather, Auntie Skinner's Chicken Dinner, Down in Monkeyville, M-O-T-H-E-R, Hail Hail the Gang's All Here, We'll Knock the Heligo into Heligo Out of Heligo Land, <laughs> and Monkey Doodle. Seems to have had a thing for, for monkeys. Fun fact about Theodore Morse, he married a woman named Theodora, so you had Theodore Morse and Theodora Morse, and, moreover, she was also a popular songwriter. I suppose it would have caused quite a bit of confusion to have Theodore Morse and Theodora Morse composing together, so she often published under the name of Dorothy Terrace, and when they composed together, it was Terrace and Morse. We finished up the set with Joseph C. Smith's orchestra on September 6, 1918, a song by Buddy De Silva, Gus Kahn, and, if you can believe it, Al Jolson, though I suspect he just slapped his name on the thing. That was in everything. In apostrophe everything. Introducing Cleopatra, Victor 18507. So a nice way to start out our September program here today, where we're listening to records made in early September of years past. And up next, I have one of the most remarkable-sounding acoustic records I've ever heard. I did comment at the start of the show that the Benny Kruger record on Brunswick was quite good-sounding. Wait till you hear the tuba on this one. It's from September 8, 1924, recorded in Camden, New Jersey for the Victor label, number 19470. The Benson Orchestra of Chicago, under the direction of Don Bester, plays Copenhagen, that popular tune by Charlie Davis that was named after the tobacco, not the city in Denmark. But like I said, you'll you'll almost swear this is an electric recording because the bass is so good for an acoustic recording. It also helps that the performance is really fine. See what you make of the Benson Orchestra of Chicago and Copenhagen. <laughs> Thank you. 
Gorman and his Earl Carroll Orchestra there, recording for Columbia on September 9th, 1925, with the instantly recognizable Arthur Fields, the vocalist, on Hugo, I Go Where You Go. 
Columbia 460-D. Before that, the Benson Orchestra of Chicago. And uh, what did you think about the tuba on that for an acoustic record? Quite amazing stuff. Victor 19470 from September of 1924, Copenhagen. If you're enjoying the program and you'd like to write to me, my address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. I also invite you to visit the Shellacstack website, www.shellacstack.com, and there's a handy little contact form there where you can send me a message that way if you are so inclined. Just send me a note to say hi, let me know where you're listening to the program from, or if you have any comments, suggestions, or requests, feel free to send those along as well. Okay, up next I've got an accordion record by Mario Perry on Victor 20250 from September 7th, 1926. This recorded in Camden, New Jersey. It's called Beautiful Days Waltz, written by Pietro, who was another very popular accordionist of the day. We'll follow that with a really nice dance band thing from Ted Weems and his orchestra, one of my favorite bands of the late 1920s. It's Victor 20910 from September 8th of 1927. Dusty Rhodes will be the vocalist on It Was Only... A Sun Shower, a very, very good song. And wrapping up the set, Waring's Pennsylvanians, good old Fred Waring in 1928 with Claire Hanlon, the vocalist, on a song by Ballard McDonald and Dave Dreyer called What a Night for Spooning. It's Victor 21715. So starting off this next set here is Mario Perry with the Beautiful Days Waltz.
rainbows in the sky. It was only a sun shower. In the shelter of sunny skies above, we will live in love. It was only a sun shower. Why do we complain? We should be cheerful and gay. Tomorrow sun will shine again. Although it's cloudy today, love finds a way, honey, don't be blue, we'll be smiling through forever. It was only a sun shower, sweetheart. to rain cats and dogs does she run away let it blow let it snow do you think she gives a good gosh darn she just looks up at the sky closes her two baby eyes and whispers what a night for spooning
I'll buy that. <laughs> I like that record. Waring's Pennsylvanians in September of 1928 with vocalist Claire Hanlon. What a night for spooning. It may not turn up on every compilation of 1920s classics or essentials, but like I said, I think it's a pretty fine record. Before that, Ted Weems and his orchestra with vocalist Dusty Rhodes from September of 1927, recorded in Victor's Church Studio in Camden. That was It Was Only a Sun Shower. And starting the set, we heard from accordionist Mario Perry in September of 1926, Beautiful Days Waltz. Well, if you're just joining us and you haven't figured it out already, on today's program we're listening to records that were made in the first week and a half or so of September from various years. And up next I have uh, some real fine boogie-woogie piano for you made on September 5th, 1929 for the Vocalion label in Chicago. The pianist here is Romeo Nelson, who was born in Springfield, Tennessee in 1902, though he was raised in Chicago where he started performing at rent parties and things. He also traveled down the river and performed in St. Louis. This is his famous Head Rag Hop. Now, I wish I had the original Vocalion record, but I don't. This is a reissue on the Hot Record Society label, HRS8, from about 1938 or 39. That's when this pressing dates from, but it uses the original recording from September 5th of 1929. Here's Romeo Nelson. That's it, Nelson. Come on, take me down to this head rag hop. We're gonna have some fun after all. We're gonna have some fun now. Daddy, that makes me feel so boogie boogie. I know it, baby. It's gonna make you feel some other way too. Give a break. 
right. I don't think it could be me. That's just what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> ah, this is the way you do the boogie woogie. Yes, that's it. Yeah, I'm telling you. Romeo Nelson there and his head rag hop from September 5th, 1929. And if the original Vocalia in 78 is quite rare, and it is, the recording itself at least has made the rounds quite a bit through the years. My copy is a reissue on the Hot Record Society label, but it was also reissued on Vocalion and Decca and Folkways and I'm sure many, many other labels through the years. Unfortunately, Romeo Nelson didn't record too much else, just a very small handful of sides to his credit in 1929 and 1930, although he would live until 1974. Well, if you were with us last time, you may recall that I named some of our Patreon supporters, the folks who really helped to make these Shellacstack programs possible. For time considerations, I didn't read all of them, but I would like to thank a few more folks now, including R. Ambrico, Timon Teljur, Noah Cope, Eric Ristau, Stephen Smith, Bill Shute, Jihoon Sok, Kathy Phelps, Ted Herring, Alan Siegel, Brenda McNeil, Bill Huffman, Rich Proctor, Adam Wright, John Mikulka, Richard Todaro, and another who wishes to remain anonymous. These are the folks who contribute to the Shellac Stack Patreon page and provide me with the money it takes to bring these programs to you. If you'd like to join them, I'll refer you to patreon.com slash shellacstack. Again, that's patreon.com slash shellacstack. There you can use a credit card, and uh, if you enjoy the shellacstack, contribute whatever you think it's worth to you. Three bucks a month, five bucks a month. If you're really feeling generous, maybe ten bucks a month. Uh, The money all goes to help keep equipment maintained around here, pay for the bandwidth and the online storage to bring these programs to you. So my thanks for whatever you can give. Again, patreon.com slash shellacstack. And again, my thanks to everyone who has contributed. Okay, let's continue now with Leo Reisman and his orchestra, Victor 78 from September 3rd, 1930. Frank Luther is the vocalist here, though he does not receive label credit. The song is called Maybe It's Love. We'll follow that with Gene Austin and his orchestra after he left Victor. He went over and made some sessions for the American Record Corporation We'll hear him in September of 1931. The song is Who Am I? My copy of this was pressed up in England on the Imperial label number 2627. Starting us off, though, here's Leo Reisman. What 
yearning for more and more Maybe it's love This strange condition came upon me so fast I've got a feeling that I'm falling at last Something is thrilling me Maybe it's love Thrilling me, killing me Heavens above What is this thing that I've got the symptoms of? Shouldn't wonder, maybe it's So high in 
sky above Night is here, you're all that I'm thinking of Who am I to whisper a word of love And hope you'd care for me decided to slip one more record into that set, so we heard from Jimmy Lunsford and his orchestra, September 4th, 1934, the great Ellington composition Black and Tan Fantasy. That was Decca 453. We preceded that with Gene Austin and his orchestra in 1931, Who Am I? And I 
don't think Gene Austin was really a band leader. I suspect that was a studio band with Gene Austin singing. And starting the set, Leo Reisman and his orchestra in 1930, Frank Luther, the vocalist on Maybe It's Love. We have time for, I think, two more records on today's Shellac Stack program, so we'll turn next to a record made September 1st, 1945 in Buenos Aires, Argentina, by Oscar Alleman and his Swing Quintet. If you've been with us before, you know I really like Oscar Alleman's records. This is on the Odeon label, number 22304, a really nice samba called Melancholia. And we'll follow that with Errol Garner and his trio on the Three Deuces label, which I think was named after a club where Errol Garner was playing at the time. A good old song by Peter DeRose and Mitchell Parrish, Deep Purple. But to start us off, Oscar Alleman and his Swing Quintet. Thank you. 
Errol Garner certainly had a way with ballads. I really like that. Deep Purple from September 8, 1949. And that's going to bring to a close this edition of the Shellac Stack. I certainly had fun this hour. I hope you did too. I hope you'll help spread the word to your family and friends, and maybe they and you will join us again next time when we'll do it all over again. But until then, thanks for listening. Take care and bye-bye. Thank you.